and welcome to Grimewood Behind the Page. I am the host of this show and the creator of Grimewood. I am Jaden Frost, and this is the show where I take you behind the page and seeing into the world of Grimewood from the eyes of me. Huh. And basically my creation of it. Um, and we have a few things that I want to talk about today. I'm going to be very transparent. I already recorded this podcast. I'm so pissed. I recorded it, forgot to hit record on the camera. So I am so dedicated to giving you the visuals that you asked for that I'm doing it all over again. Now, let's talk about Curse City now. If you have not seen it yet, it is on YouTube. Um, it is also uh, streaming everywhere to be listened to as a podcast now. Curse City Now is a news broadcast style show where I take you directly into Grimewood and give you the world of Grimewood uh, from a kind of an, not an inner workings perspective like what this is, but more of a storytelling type of perspective. So I kind of give you weekly news on Grimewood. Now there's, are, there are illustrations, there are tons of different things. It is a very, very big full broadcast. And that's kind of my issue and why I want to talk about it today. First off, thank you to everyone who watched it. Everyone who gave me feedback, uh, if just some off the top of my head, Cara, Brian, MJ, Valley. Thank you all so much. Uh, your comments mean the world to me. I'm reading them and they're just reminding me that what I'm doing is special. And, and thank you for that. To everybody who just watched it and didn't say anything, um, well, thank you. You know, like, thank you for just watching it. And for those who just popped in and checked it out for a little bit, like uh, Mitchell Fink, the creator director, creative director from Panic Point, you know, I reached out to him and asked him his opinion. He said he checked a little bit out. And he was really excited about it and is very immersive, but he didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing, which I imagine is kind of a lot of people who didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing. Uh, but just thank you to everybody who checked that out and was into it and liked it, loved it, uh, thought it was kind of cool, like whatever, you know, like it's just it's a really, really cool situation uh, because Curse City now took a lot of work, which is why I'm coming up with this new process. This week, there will be a Curse City now episode, but there will not be a Curse City Now episode visually. I am going to do another one in the following week after this one. So in two weeks from Thursday, there'll be another visual broadcast of uh, Grimewood Curse City Now. But the problem is, is that it takes so much work that it's taking time away from me writing. And the new book comes out so soon, and I still have to get the illustrations done for that and et cetera, that I want to be able to get that done in time because everybody really wants that first book. But when it comes to, say, keeping Curse City now going, I'm not going to stop doing that. I'm still going to write those stories. I'm still going to do the deliverance of it. It's just going to be done auditorily instead of doing it visually. Because, uh, well, at least for those two times out of the month. And then, honestly, if it takes me too much time to do it again, I'm going to probably limit it to the visual broadcast version of it to once a month rather than doing it twice. Just because I really want to bide my time, but it is important to me. So even if I decide to do a visual element, maybe do clips of it, I'm not sure yet. But Curse City Now is here to stay. I just don't know how the presentation is going to be dominantly until eventually one day I have a team where I can just record this and send it on and they edit Curse City Now for me and send me a file. And I'm done because I like the live version of it, but the live version of it, as a lot of you could probably tell, I'm a good talker. Uh, but as far as reading, I'm a, I'm a great reader. The issue is, is that I will skip words and sometimes I'll skip full sentences and start reading the next sentence on while my mouth is still speaking the words that are supposed to be spoken at the time. It's, it's ridiculous. I'm pretty sure there has to be some type of 
uh, mental thing for it. I just haven't done the research for it yet as far as like a condition, but it's what I do. I just, I move forward way too fast. And then my brain or my mouth tries to catch up to where my brain is at. And then I try to bring my brain back. And then sometimes I'll rewrite what I what I was reading. And I go, I don't like the way I wrote that. So then I start rewriting it. And then by the time I get there, I start combining words like, you know, um, you know, slinky. I think I said one like slinking, like you slinking into the ocean or something. It's supposed to be sinking. But like I combined the, the L from another word. So that's a thing that I do. So I don't know if I'm going to continue to do the live element of it, but I will, you know, say have it cut together and present it and et cetera, et cetera. Now, that's all I really have to say about Curse City now. Once again, thank you to everyone who has listened to it. Ever like it's just you cannot imagine how I felt reading people saying that they felt that they were watching something real. Like that Grimewood felt real to them and that is why I'm doing it. Like that is the main reason why I'm doing everything that I'm doing is because of creating that immersive element. But I don't want to do so much immersion that I don't have time to actually write the books. So that is, uh, that's why I'm kind of balancing it a little bit. Now let's move on to our next topic, which is uh, character creation. Character creation is something I've heard a lot of you talk about. You're all very, very interested in having your own Grimwoodian. And I want you to have that too, because I think that you having a Grimwoodian is going to be a very, very exciting situation to say, have your own character that's living in Grimewood, working in Grimewood, doing whatever. And then maybe you watch Curse City now and you see that your fucking character pops up or something, you know, like that's such a cool situation. So I want to be able to work on that. Now, there are two types of things for the character creation. I'm going to create a service for one. And the, the, the entry level of the service is probably going to be like $5. You create your character, you submit it to me, and then I can use it for whatever. Be it, I can decide it's going to be a protagonist in a big story one day, or I can decide it's just an extra, or I can just decide to not use it until whenever the fuck I feel like. Uh, but that would be just a simple process. I have a character creation system already made, and it will be presented to you in a Google form. You pay the $5 on the website, the Google form gets sent to you, and then from that point, you create your character, submit it to me, and then I'll do whatever the fuck I want with it, whenever I want with it. Then there's also tiers, where you can have a secondary antagonist and protagonist, or you can choose for your character to be a, uh, a primary protagonist and primary antagonist. So you can choose to be main characters of stories. So that means your character at some point will absolutely be featured as a primary character in a story, or a secondary character in a story which would mean like a best friend or a love interest or something like that. And then say like a main character would be like the main character or the main bad guy. Now kind of getting into this and what this means is that I want to create a governing system because I don't want it to be flooded. I like, I like the fact that I have 55,000 characters. I don't want it to be free because if it's free, then anybody can create a character and expect their character to be somehow be made, even if they don't care. And I don't want to delete characters, you know, like that's something that's very important to me. I have this tattoo on my arm that every single time I kill a character, I get a slash mark tattooed. So it's my characters mean a lot to me. And whenever I take the life of a character, I honor their, their, you know, contribution to my writing for life by getting them tattooed on my arm. I don't want to just delete characters. So I won't be, that's not what I'm going to be doing. I need a governing system that'll allow me to be able to keep the population down in Grimewood and at the same time be able to contribute to Grimewood to keeping it made. And the tier system will start at $5 and then being a secondary character or a primary character, these things will rise in price because 
essentially you're giving me a character and saying, make my character a main character. So I've got to write a story that their character would fit into. And, you know, that's, that's going to be a really fun thing. And it's also going to be, too, a really cool way for you to, say, get interactive. Because if you have a character you really like and, or you want you to, as a character to be featured in Grimewood, you submit that. Now, suddenly, here I am. I'm making a character and you can read the stories of your character later. Um, the other one, number two, number two of the character creation is going to be really fun because this allows you to play Grimewood out as your character. I'm going to create game books. If you're not familiar, uh, that is the proper term for choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure is a licensed, uh, trademark of choose co. So that is not something it, it describes the genre. It does because that's how we all associate the genre, but it, it cannot be used in marketing. So it is choose your own adventure, but it's not choose your own adventure as a brand. Uh, what it is, is it's called a game book. Now, basically what your, your character would be doing, this would be written in second person and your character would go through these hijinks and all this type of stuff. But the book is not necessarily a matter of 15 different endings. You know, like where it's like, oh, you know, your character does this, your character does that. No, each one is a linear story for your character based on their personality. So if they are a humorous person or say, like, say that we'll talk about the humor category in their traits. So, um, all the traits are ranked between one to eight and you get to a point where maybe you have to make a joke or we'll, we'll say something like there's a bodyguard and you got to make a joke to get past, to get backstage, to kind of do whatever. So there's this bodyguard and you're trying to become chummy with them and you try to make a joke. Well, you try to make a joke to entertain them and maybe your character's not humorous. So it'll say like in the gimmick on the bottom for, it says, if your character has a humor of six between six and uh, eight, then turn to page blank. If your character does not, then turn to page blank. And because of that, uh, your character, if it is not a humorous character, has now altered its entire story arc. So there are different versions. There are technically different endings because your character would be a different person based on their personality traits. So you could create a new character and play the story again and then maybe some stuff would happen again, some stuff would happen similar, but basically once you take a direction, you're in that direction. It, it would not veer into another story arc. So say like in that time where you make a joke as like, oh, I'm going to make a joke and you go left. We'll just theoretically say it's like left or right. You know, you make the joke and it lands, you go left, you make a joke and it doesn't land, you go right. Once you go left, you're fucking left, you know, like you don't go anywhere else. It's just there and then everything else kind of spawns from that point. So you are taken into these directions. So even if we say you have a character that's funny and lands that joke there, okay, well, that's cool. And you end up going left because your character landed a joke, but maybe they're not very brave. So they go in a different direction later. So you're not, you're not making the decisions. Your character's personality makes the decisions. So this is how I want to create these books. And they're going to be told in like second person. So like you, you do this, you do that. So, and everything's going to be generalized uh, pronouns. So then that way, you know, like you can be any gender you feel like it's not limited. And I think that that will allow anybody to kind of play these books and not feel uh, limited to, you know, the illustrations will have to change. Uh, but I will never give a protagonist illustration because your protagonist is who you create. And I think all the all the stories are going to be very uh, by yourself. Like you're not going to have any people with you. Um, nothing like that, because. I do want this story to feel canon, even if it's not entirely canon, it is canon. It's canon to your character. 
And um, I, I haven't quite figured out how I'm going to do that yet. I think everyone's visiting. I think if you do it that way, you're visiting in Grimewood. You're not necessarily living in Grimewood. You only live in Grimewood whenever you do the service that I'm providing. But your character would be visiting in Grimewood by you playing the Grimewood interactive, you know, character games. Or books, rather. Game books. So that's really cool. I'm excited about that. Um, don't know when I'm going to get to that. Like I said, my priority right now is getting the first book done. Uh, so that is going to be the first thing that I do there. Now, um, we're going to move on to my last one, which I will take a look at my time. Uh, I think I'm at 12, 13 minutes, 13 minutes. All right. Sorry, guys. You're just like, well, what the fuck is he doing? But I'm drinking coffee for all you listeners and not watchers. Um, now the last thing that I've been doing now, this is a big, big project and I'm not going to describe it too, too much because of the fact that, well, it's a uh, really big and I don't want anybody to steal the idea uh, before I get to do it. And two, I, uh, am very proud of this and it's kind of a side hustle of mine, but Grimewood is getting a theme park. Yes. It is getting a theme park. I love theme parks so much. Now, we already have Beldum Cove Water Park. There is Grime Border Fun Park. That's what it was supposed to be. Um, for those of you that want to know the inside on that, it was inspired by South of the Border. I wanted to have a you know, uh, South of the Border-like situation between uh, East Grime and West Grime. But I decided to, I'm going to bulldoze that, theoretically. I'm going to bulldoze that, and then I'm going to create a new theme park that is very Disneyland-esque and is going to have so many interactive elements. I have not decided yet if I'm going to have it be a direct line of Grimewood. I don't know if it's going to be Grimewood, the name of the park, or if it is going to be just the name of the park and it will be its own side series, yet located in Grimewood, because Everything that happens in that park is an immersive experience within itself, so it does not have anything to do with Grimewood and the Ark. But it is located in Grimewood, and I think that I haven't decided if I want to give it my all and, you know, do that. But then again, you think about Disneyland or something, you know, there's the Walt Disney Company, and it's still called Disneyland, Disney World, but it's not necessarily, it involves the IP, but I'm going to be creating all new IP for this. And it is not just going to be kid-based. The idea that Walt had when he created uh, Disneyland was he wanted a place where children and parents uh, could play together. And I want that too. I want a narrative experience where the parents and the kids can enjoy this together and there'll be different elements, but not to the point where everything is so adult-feeling that you don't necessarily get to experience it the same way as a kid. So say like, you know, you don't, wouldn't want an adult themed thing inside of the book. So that way you don't leave the book with your kid, but you also want to be able to experience in a way where you go, Oh, that's funny. And, you know, there's, there's funny elements and all this type of stuff. And there's interactive elements that's just as entertaining to you. So like, say if you sit down and watch Moana with your kids or something like that, you know, um, Moana is a fantastic movie, whether or not you're an adult or a fucking child, it's a fantastic movie. And that's why they did so well, because everywhere, everyone was able to watch it together. And that's basically what I want with this theme park. And I will be using interactive elements like a game book and all these different things. And I won't explain any more than that. But it is huge. I'm doing it in my free time on my weekends because I basically grime time is Monday to Friday. That is when I am all yours. Uh, but on the weekends, I really like to focus on being me and... I like working on hobbies, man. I, I do. And I don't really have any hobbies. 
It's all Grimewood. So I was like, how can I have a hobby instead of Grimewood? So I started really coming up with this. So I started creating characters. I started creating ride concepts. Um, there will be so many different things. I'm not going to get into it, but it's really, really exciting. I'm currently, uh, I, I finished the icon design just last night. It is so cool. I think that it, it's, and you know what? It's important to me. I'm not just making a theme park because I want to make a theme park. I love theme parks. Uh, I, I really do. I love Disney and all this type of stuff. Like it's so, it's so important to me. And I love Halloween. There's a tip to you. You know, if you're looking for like what's going on, I love, love, love Halloween. So there's kind of combining those things in my elements. And then also too, like these characters, I'm a huge stuffed animal person. So maybe that's what these characters are doing. You know, I'm not going to get too in, de in depth with it, but that is where I'm at at this moment. And it has been so exciting, so much fun. And I just cannot even begin to explain how much it means to me to be able to make it because I've really, really wanted a haunt. I've wanted a theme park. I wanted all these things and I get to do it all in one area inside my narrative universe. And, uh, it's also kind of, a, I've been wanting to experiment more with alternative publishing, you know, like the shirt stories and all this type of stuff that you've seen me do. So this is my big thing. Uh, that's my big number three for the week, um, is the theme park. And you'll hear me talk more about it in time and all this type of stuff. And I'm excited for that. Uh, but for now, um, I am going to go ahead and move on for the day. I've got other stuff that I need to do. I do want to get to work on Magatha's tomb. I have to have the illustrations done so that thing can roll out next month. So everybody can get this ball rolling on Grimewood and I'm just so excited to do that. All of the, all of the illustrations for the main characters are done. And I almost cried when I looked at them when I was finished and I put them all together in the same image. And I was just like, oh my God, that's my cast. Like I have my cast and uh, that's, that's really, really, really fucking exciting. So thank you guys for hanging out. This has been a really, really fun time. This podcast airs everywhere you listen to podcasts. It's also, I'm going to try uh, to do some other things with it. We'll see how it goes. But thank you guys so, so much. Connect with me all across social media at Jaden Frost Presents. That's where I am. Um, and jump in some of the, the Grimewood groups. I took down the Instagram one uh, because I wanted to do something new, but I might put that one back up because I think I might kind of tone down on my idea of what I was going to do over there. So thank you guys so, so much. I appreciate all of your attention and I love you. And I'll talk to you next week. Thank you. This has been Behind the Page and I'm Jaden Frost.